Welcome to Nerd Talk, the podcast that talks about everything nerdy. I'm your host, Jordan Halstead, and each week, me and my friends will be discussing some of our favorite topics. We're talking superheroes, Star Wars, Pokemon, Harry Potter, and that's just to name a few. You don't want to miss out on this because this is Nerd Talk. Hey guys, welcome back to Nerd Talk. This is your host, Jordan Halstead, and this week we are taking a traveling vast new reality of what if. So instead of the normal reality where I'm your host, we're going to what if this episode and what if Micah ran this podcast. What if? Going to be your guide today. So guys, how we doing? We got Will, we got Jordan um, on the pod this afternoon, evening. What time is it here? Jordan, I always forget how many hours behind you are. I'm only an, an hour, hour behind you. You're only one. So it's actually evening. So um, time travel thing's going great. It's Indeed. actually 930 over here on the East Coast. We have the so multiverse, we got, we got time travel, we got it yeah. all. Well, so I'm we just grateful Will. Jordan like stuck his neck out for me in this universe to get on the podcast because i mike i don't really know you all that well so i'm just glad to be here because i I mean i used to do this stuff before so thank you i'm at your mercy over here man yeah absolutely so um if you guys haven't um figured it out yet we're going to be talking about what if and jordan actually texted me this afternoon and asked me if i could put some questions together so first question is what were your thoughts about this series before, during, after. I'm going to go ahead and take oh, this. Uh, Jordan. Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and take it. Um, I think that this was a just really, really different take for animation. Um, I wasn't super excited based off of the animation when they were previewing it um, because I, I kind of get more stuck in my ways. I love uh, Young Justice. I love uh, Pokemon and some of the animation styles there. And, and they've taken some risks over the years. Um, but this one seemed like a completely different style of animation. Um, I knew that the stories based off comics would be a lot of fun, but I thought, okay, with the animation, you you can tell a great story, but if it doesn't look great on the screen, sometimes that takes away from your storytelling. Um, but overall, I think it did really, really well. I mean, yeah, uh, I'll echo your sentiments there, Jordan. When they put the very, very first trailer out there where there was, like, very little animation with, like, Captain Carter just, like, slowly, like, getting her shield ready and just, like, people just, like, walking very briefly. I thought for a minute, because they've done this with some animated projects, Marvel, DC, everybody, where, like, it's almost like an animated comic book where it will show, like, a brief movement but then like almost like turn the page like i thought we were gonna get something like that but thank god uh they did a little bit more and we saw a little bit more action like carter throwing the uh the car over her shield and just knocking some people out and just i, I don't want to just focus on one of my favorites over here but uh some other just fluid motions like i think they even uh, i get on tiktok even though i'm way too old for it um and there's some people that i've been showing like the clips of like the behind the scenes where like actually got stump people to uh kind of mimic some movements they want to do like for the fight uh in episode three at the end um and we obviously preface this spoilers if you haven't watched what if but there's an episode where loki and nick fury team up and nick fury is like doing all these cool acrobatic moves uh but like i saw like just 
the animation team at Disney knows what they're doing. I mean, they did it with this and a separate studio in Disney's uh, Star Wars The Clone Wars. Uh, they got Ray Park back to do the choreography for that lightsaber fight. And, uh, I mean, they know, they know what they're doing. Uh, it looked pretty solid and fluid. I um, In my notes, I wrote down, you know, I thought um, it brought a different perspective uh, to what MCU was doing, like, traditionally over the last decade plus. Um I was telling the guys before we started recording um, that I saw Shang-Chi last week, and I think one of my big problems, if you want to call it a problem, is wondering how they're going to incorporate the overall story um, into you know, every series, every show, every movie. And so for me, it brought a different perspective. Um, so leads me to the next question. Do you guys think that the series started out kind of slow? Did it get better and pick up as the episodes progressed? Um, for me, I thought that the, the the show started out really, really slow. And then once we got into like episodes four, five, six, you know, there were nine episodes total. Um, once we got to the middle of the series, I think that um, it really picked up. And by the end, you were just like, oh, I want more. Do you guys agree with that? Um, Jordan, go ahead. and. Uh, you know, I, I think that it's always going to face problems when work because we're in this really weird world now where we can get a streaming service to give us three episodes at a time. You go to like HBO max and you're picking up like for a while there, they were uh, pushing out like three episodes of Titan a week or, um, and, and different things when, when different shows would come out. Um, and there's depending on the, on the streaming service and the show, um, depending on how they do it. Uh, young justice does the same. Um, and I think I was expecting longer episodes and I feel like they kind of try to slow things down within their, 30 minute segments um i think the first one was kind of slow the second one got i think it started to build its pace by number three it totally had me grasped um it, it, it grabbed my attention it said hey this is what we're going this is very different um some of their episodes were were faster paced than others i really liked um how episode three it's taught uh it's titled what if the world lost its mightiest heroes um i loved that episode that was one of my favorites um just with it was slow moving, but it was a murder scene. And so it just kind of like how we've talked before, um, like with, with the incredible Hulk, um, being based on his heart rate. Like some of this was like this ticking clock by the time that we, we hit it, it was like, it just kind of like ticked by and like you had to figure it all out and you only had so much time to, to figure out the murder. And I thought that was really cool. Um, but yeah, I, I, I was hooked pretty early. Um, I liked the, where they went story wise, the stories are very, very good. Um, and I like how they didn't necessarily go into the full, hey, this is all of our comics that we've been doing over almost 100 years. Um, instead of saying, hey, all these different comics, it's now, hey, we're going to play What If on the MCU, which I thought was really cool. Absolutely. Um, well, I knew going into it, it was going to be more of an anthology series. I know we kind of got it spoiled with some trailers and some merchandise with the Guardians of the Multiverse thing that was going to happen and having multiverse consequences and even just some of the promo materials even showing like the tva computers like verging off going like oh hey like what if and it like goes back and forth uh retyping like what happens in that universe um so i i was giving it a pass because it's an anthology like twilight zone uh black mirror stuff like that where like we're only going to be in this world for 30 40 minutes um and if it's a little bit slower a little bit too fast or like oh you want a little bit more like that uh they 
hooked us at the very end though with most of these with like a little teaser like in Captain Carter like how she ends up coming out of the portal instead of Loki or the Child of Star Lord where Ego ends up at the Dairy Queen stuff like that um so and I also to add to how you said some of the episodes were short Jordan I heard around after Guardians of the Multiverse the last episode where the Watcher broke his oath um that one we we didn't get an episode because of covid i guess it they were held up so we didn't get the gamora episode like what if gamora and tony stark teamed up or what if tony felt didn't fall through the portal back at the end of avengers and ended up on sakaar instead uh so that one got uh canned or at least for now until next season and then also uh there was a, the episodes were supposed to be at least at least five ten more minutes longer each so there, there could be like some deleted scenes on the cutting room floor that we could get as a bonus feature on disney plus or if they ever release it on blu-ray or whatever they need to do even though it would be kind of a silly purchase but some people like really crave that stuff uh some episodes were better than others like i feel like the killmonger one just started to get going uh when he uh was like playing both sides and ended up becoming like a pseudo son to T'Chaka and then others like Party Thor. I mean, obviously we need to have some levity before like the multiverse ending thing with Ultron. Um, but for the most part, I think it, it started out slow because it was an anthology. I mean, if we never got the guardians of the multiverse, I would have been fine, but it was a nice little touch and a nice little fun thing to build up to. I think that, um, I would agree with all of that. I think that, um, for me, it really didn't pick up till like episode five or six, and then you know moving forward towards the end. And something that Jordan said, like we didn't know for sure how you know long the episodes were going to be. And like if you think about it, like um, when WandaVision got dropped, they dropped the first two episodes at once. Like all you know, you could watch the first two episodes. And something that a lot of people that either confused or weren't the biggest fans of WandaVision were were like they thought that the show started out slow. It really wasn't in your face, like Falcon and Winter Soldier and Loki were. They were like, from the top, they were like, boom, right in your face. And um, so for me, I think What If kind of did, you know, did that for me. Like, it was kind of like a slow build. And then, at, you know, at the end, it was like, oh, you know, what kind of possibilities are we looking at moving forward? So speaking of other series, um, how does this series... Um, measure up to the other Disney plus Marvel series that we've seen so far. Like we talked WandaVision, we talked Falcon and Winter Soldier, we've talked Loki. Um, what are you guys' thoughts on how this compares to? Well, I'll take that one. Um, well, I think it has both positives and uh, negatives being an animated show. Uh, Cause I've talked to some normies if they've watched the show and they're like, oh, it's animated. Is it really that important? And I mean, as we all know, and I think they've even announced like this stuff is Canon and there are rumors that, Oh, Hey, Captain Carter might have a bigger role in the future. They may bring Haley Atwell back for multiverse of madness. Uh, there was also rumors that uh, T'Challa was going to get his own star Lord show uh, stuff of that sort and I, I mean they already picked this one up for two seasons when they announced it because there's all kinds of infinite possibilities like even the comics this has been going on since like the 60s and 70s i'm getting off topic from the main question though it stacks up pretty well like with it being just what if like yeah they're all 30 minutes i, I probably it's probably up there in my top two like falcon and winter soldier then this loki is like just like right in there and then wandavision not that wandavision's bad they're all good like the way they're going about these shows, they're all pretty solid. Uh, but like, I do love the possibility of what if like any, 
even in the comics right now. Like there's they're doing Spider-Man's uh, it, what if you kept the symbiote and stuff of that sort. Anytime they do a what if story, I'm there for it. Like DC, Marvel, whenever they're doing that stuff, I like it. And I just like seeing these alternate paths because like most of the comic fans would have liked to see like, oh, hey, what if they actually adapted this character the right way? Or like, what if like Killmonger got his way? It, like we have all those questions that are looming at the end. Like, oh man, what if like this happened or that? So it's good. I think it's solid, but I'll let you guys uh, take it from there about how you rank it amongst the others. I think uh, one of the things that I really liked about this series was the way that it plays in. I wish it would have played off of WandaVision and uh, and Falcon and the Winter Soldier and Loki. I think that would have been really, really cool to see, like, other versions that, like, maybe, like, when... Because, uh, you know, they've got the scene in Loki where... Uh, I forget what his name is, but he's got that drawer full of all of the, the Infinity Stones. It's, like, in the second or third episode. And I'm like, how cool would it have been if, like, there would have been just that one moment where he walks in and, like, steals one of the Infinity Stones and says, nope, not today, and just, like, goes back. Like, just have, like, some of those mild interactions. Um, I think measuring up, it's different because you're going from a very live-action universe, a very movie-centric universe to, hey, we now have TV shows that are done on, on movie level to, hey, we now have an animation that is nine episodes – and really, um, as it, and I, I'm I'm kind of throwing up in my mouth a little bit for gonna say this, but it kind of keeps up with DC's animated universe. Um, DC has has pushed out a lot of really really good films um, over the past ten years, and they cranked out an amazing series. Um, and I can't wait to see where they go. Uh, I know that we're gonna talk about this a little bit later. Um, but I knew that they had, they had ordered two seasons for this, and so I was like, okay, this is like two seasons, and now it's looking like they may have already added a third, um, which I think is really really cool. So, uh, but I'll go ahead and I'll I'll pass it off, Micah. Yeah, I think um, how do you compete with Loki, and how do you compete with Falcon and Winter Soldier, and how do you compete with Wandavision? And I'm like still touting Wandavision. Like here we are, you know, over a year later, and I I love that show, and I've watched it three or four times all the way through, and yeah. I've watched the other two like once or twice. Yeah, um, it's it's it. In reality, animation versus live action, it's apples and oranges. You can't you can't really compare. Yeah. But I think if if what Will said is right, and and like Captain Carter shows up into the multiverse and shows up into this, um, it's going to bring a, a very different taste, and people are probably going to go back and watch it, um, just to be like, wait, t- time out. That's that's Agent Carter. That's not. Who is Captain Carter? Like, I don't understand. And I think it's going to bring back some of those. Uh, it'll be throwbacks, which will kind of like how we've been talking about, like with Iron Man 2 and, and, and uh, Age of Ultron. We're going to start seeing a lot more throwbacks to original films, and, and we're going to see some of that. And so I think this may have already set up, hey, come back to this. And I, like, and I think that's why I wrote in my notes that this series wasn't my favorite, but it was still great. Yeah. It just, just it yeah. stood up against the others, and um okay with that. So speaking of which, um, I'll ask my next question for you all. And uh, I want to give my answer first because you spoke about Captain Carter. Uh, the next question I have for you guys is, do you think that there were any scenarios in the what if storylines that would have worked better in the original storylines? Meaning if you could have taken any one of these storylines as is and put them into the original MCU, they work and why? I think me it would have been captain carter instead of captain america just to see how different the whole series would have been impacted and i know you guys are big captain america fans so that's why i wanted to preface with that um 
both of you guys being huge Captain America fans, how would it make you feel if Captain Carter would have happened instead of Captain America? Boom. Have at it, boys. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, I'll take it. I mean, I, I mean, I'm just trying to think of the world then before the MCU became the juggernaut that it was. Yeah. Uh, Haley Atwell is a wonderful actress. I think she would have killed it, um, and that would have it definitely would have been an interesting take, and uh, they would have been ahead of the game and even ahead of DC of getting their first female adapted hero out there. And then people would have been like, oh, wait, 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 who, who, who's this, uh, who's this broad or whatever? That's not <laughs> how people talk, but like it's, it just be like, who's this Captain? We Carter all would have said that. Would have been like, like who's the broad? Yeah, you would have. I, I don't know. I think, and, and with even that episode, like it kind of does beat for beat the first Avenger. And based on some stuff we saw in episode nine, it looks like we're getting at least maybe the Hydra soldier uh, or the winter stomper. I, I, I don't know, the uh, winter stomper. but she's guaranteed. I, I've yes. heard. Yeah. The winter stomper. I, love I don't it. know. Please never call it anything else. It is forever. The winter stomper. I trademark it, it now. Get it, get it before Disney <laughs> well, does. Well, 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 We'll find out in the Hasbro Legends or the the Lego toys when they announce those. But I mean, her her uh, timeline is essentially playing out almost exactly the same. But uh, she went through a portal. Red Skull was kind of after a tentacle monster. That was weird. Uh, and and well, just Steve that... seems, seems seems to be, seems to be falling in the place of Bucky when Bucky's just over here in the sidelines, just making all kinds of fish puns. So the, that that. Uh... <laughs> That monster, though, is is a throwback to Agents of Shield because that's the Hydra that they they worship. It's an actual god that, or like quote unquote god, um, that they they worship and that they're trying to get after so that it'll help destroy the world so they can take it over. Um, like that that was part of the Agents of Shield tropes when they I think it was when they went to because they threw Gemma onto this planet and she was there for like a year or something like that. Yes, or not I remember that. Yeah. And so, and then it didn't possess uh, the the handsome boy uh, that Chloe Bennett uh, that Sky yeah. liked. Yeah, Ward. Ward, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I think that would have been really cool if they would have have added a little bit more into that. But, um, so to go to to your question, Micah, I personally, <laughs> I might be the only one on here with this. I would have loved to see Killmonger and Iron Man. Um, had we seen a little bit, and maybe not like the full story, but just to see him like having been laid some some foundational work, like that would have been really cool if like they would have brought a character from Iron Man into uh to to play Killmonger. I think that would have been really, really cool to to kind of mix some of those stories. But I don't know if there was any ones that would have worked better than what the MCU gave us. I think the Doctor Strange one, because uh, yeah. I, I was going, I was going more off, I was playing more off of what Micah was saying with the Captain Carter question. But thinking about all of them, I'll, I'll just, I mean, I'll go down the list. I mean, T'Challa Star Lord would be fun, but uh, I mean, unfortunately, we can't do that now. I mean, it, assuming we got him before he passed away, that would have been a fun story and could have been solid. But I, I think it would have rubbed some Black Panther and, uh, and Guardians of the Galaxy fans the wrong way. The murdering all the Avengers before the first Avengers happens. I mean, it would be cool to see an alternate take. I mean, kind of like we got with Cap, Captain Marvel, and then post-apocalyptic Widow, and just seeing like how the Avengers form after that. That that one kind of works. The one I think that probably has the most is the because one of the best ones amongst fans. It's the Doctor Strange one because I mean it's got a little bit of Groundhog Day. It actually builds Rachel McAdams and his characters' relationship more than its own two-hour movie. I'm going like. 
I was watching that episode. I'm going like, Doctor Strange is fine, and I'm no. This probably sounds like blasphemy, but I'm just like, this is much better than the movie. <laughs> like, I, I I'd can't rather... disagree with you there. With the fact that they <laughs> hardly even touched on his relationship with Rachel McAdams, I'm like, why did you even put such an awesome actress in that role if you are not going to use and abuse that character? Like, build a love story. Don't just show like a little bit of a oh, there's a potential love story, but we're really going to build on Doctor Strange more than than like his love life. I'm like. Like we're we're gonna we're gonna see all these different characters, um, in so many different formats. I mean, like the Eternals are already pushing like a love life character. Um, they're gonna have like we had Pepper, um, and they're starting to come back to Thor with with uh with Jane Foster. I'm like, you wasted this big opportunity with with uh with Rachel McAdams. Like I'm a huge Rachel McAdams fan, and uh, I'm so so excited that they brought her character back in to to be a part of this and have such a love story. I was like, this is what should have been there from the beginning. Absolutely. Uh, but the other ones, I'm just, I'm th- zombies doesn't really, I, I mean, I would love zombies and there's rumors that they actually are developing a Marvel zombies movie, which please, it's that, sounds that so fun. It, it was crazy. Uh, but uh, I mean, we didn't see him die, but I want to see Bucky kind of like assemble his own cap outfit because he has the shield because we didn't see him technically die. I mean, Wanda threw him pretty far, but I mean. He's got a vibranium arm. He's survived worse. He, he survived falling off of a train. He's got this. Uh, <laughs> the Killmonger one is a good one, too. It, it, this is kind of off topic, but I do love with these what-ifs that they've been able to kind of gloss over some of the blip, blips of the MCU, like the Edward Nortons or Terrence Howards of the world. Like, you get to insert Don Cheadle and uh, Mark Ruffalo into their roles uh, and scenes that they didn't get to film back in the day when they were still filming stuff. I just enjoyed some of those, like with the episode three and the Killmonger one. But yeah, anyway, I think, you know, those are great um, insights from both of you. And I think, you know, as we were talking about it, I was thinking a little bit more about the series and and just going back and thinking about um, what the series meant to me. And um, it was almost like relief. And what I mean by relief is that, you know, we got to see different characters do different things and it wasn't, you know, was serious in a way, but you know what I mean? Like Thanos was, you know, partying it up in a club and like, (laughs) I thought that that was hilarious when I saw that. And like, you know, you got to see different characters in different roles and like, it just gave us a fresh palette of what to look for when we're watching, you know, these Marvel things unfold. Um, Speaking of the MCU, um, next question is, since the Infinity Stones were destroyed in the current reality, why do you think they focus so much on them during this series? I'm going to take it. I'm just going to go with it. I truly sure. believe that the Infinity Saga is not fully over. I think the Infinity Saga... Oh, I don't either. I think that the Infinity Saga with Thanos is over. I don't believe that the Stones are over. I think that we are going to... Because of what Loki did in in his series... I think this series is going to show that they have such an impact um, that over the, the the rest of the the universes, the multiverse, um, that they will somehow slip back in, and we will get an Illuminati series um, where we will start to see some of the different characters coming in. Um, which I don't know if if you guys are aware, but the Illuminati. Well, Michael uh, may not, but uh, I know Will will. Um, but the Illuminati series um, was like T'Challa, Namor, Mr. Fantastic, Professor X, uh, Iron Man, all these different characters. And they, and they, they traded it out a little bit too. 
but each one of them yeah, had... They, Cap was in there briefly because, I mean... Yeah, he, he picked uh, but up. Then, but then he didn't approve of something when they were using the stones to blow up other multiverses, and then they erased his mind. I'm like, ah, oh, idiots. Yeah, but I, and so I, I, I think they're going to set that up, especially now that we're getting... Um, a uh, X-Men series that's going to eventually come in. Um, they're starting with the the Spider-Man multiverse is what they're starting to talk about. And I was like, okay, you get all these different characters and start really building a universe, you're going to need something to hide because they were destroyed and everybody's going to be now be like, okay, wait, if they're still here, wait, that means that if that one's here, then this one's here. And, and so they're going to have to to create the Illuminati to hide all of them. And I, I think that's where they'll go is that, hey, they're still in existence, but so... I think there's only so much they can do. Like we haven't even seen what they're going to do yet with the multiverse concept, but like, I think there's only so many things you can do like storyline wise without, you know, we've talked about this in other episodes about thoroughly confusing people. Um, you can go back in time and go into different universes and things and kind of like touch different stories and um, talk about different things and bring people back that you thought were dead or not dead or, you know, like I said, there are only so many things you can do. Um, what about you, Will? What do you think about um, Infinity Stones? And it's you know. it's hard to say. I mean, I think with everything from Endgame to now, I think they were trying to definitively, besides in What If, say the Infinity Stones are done. I mean, they should want more. I I think they are going to be reincarnated some way. Um, because the Ancient Ones was telling Mark Ruffalo, Hulk, or whatever. Like that, you need the Infinity Stones to have the flow of time. So, I think when Thanos did that snap, why it almost killed him was because like the stones, like, oh, we can't fulfill that. Like, time is going to get all wonky if you do this. And I think they they went off and got reincarnated and put in different parts of the universe. Uh, it's hard to say what what's going to happen with that. It'd be interesting. Uh, that's for sure. I just. Don't know how they're going to put put, put them there. I, I know they were focused on a little bit, like I mean, sources. Uh, what if the Doctor Strange lost his heart instead? He was using the Time Stone like crazy. Ultron getting them, and then even Zombie Thanos. I I, I wonder what his snap is going to be this time. Now, uh, everyone's but, dead. Boom. Yeah, everybody's maybe, a zombie. Maybe bring everyone back to life, and then then uh, do the the half. And, and what I what I wrote in my notes um, was I think that they wanted us to know that they were still in play moving forward. I think so. Like, yeah. Well, even Casey oh. and Loki, like they were trading the stones. Like I I took this like as a note from Marvel uh, during Loki when Casey had like the filing cabinet full of stones, like treating them as paperweights. Like they're not going to. I thought that more or less was saying. These aren't going to be in play anymore. We're leading towards Kang, but also Young Avengers and all this other stuff. Like, if they do make another appearance, like, randomly in Eternals or, like, in Spider-Man or something, it'd be really dope. Uh, and I would love to see the Illuminati, but I just, I feel like that would just be adding even more layers onto this face that doesn't seem well, to have I, a clear thing. I don't oh, think and I, and I cut you off, Mike. I apologize. Go oh, ahead. No, no, you're good. I, I wrote my notes. <laughs> Similar, um... Will uh, just choked on his frozen pizza. It's great. Uh, it, whoa, whoa! It was Jets, okay? Jets, get it right. <laughs> so okay, semi wrote, frozen pizza. Yeah, I love frozen. Last pizza. week is frozen. Um, so I wrote my notes, and I think that they they wanted us to know that the stones are still in play moving forward. They d 
didn't really play a role in Loki, insert paperweight joke here, which Will, you touched on. Also, Loki still has the time stone, question mark, and does that mean he can use it in the next season of Loki or Doctor Strange 2? I, yeah. Because gonna... he didn't use it in Loki. Like, well, he, he the... stole it. So didn't do anything with it. So the one thing that that I saw was there was an episode where the world is falling apart in their apocalypse, where they're leaving, and he threw the building right back up. And as far as I know, that's not a power he has. It looked like he time stoned it. Well, and and I thought that too when I watched it, and I was like, did he or didn't he? And like they didn't really make that clear. So yeah, he could he he could have used it. He very well could have used it, but then, um. Well, the, I, I don't know. So the argument that I've seen going on that one is just because his arm didn't have like the the glowing piece, and I'm like, okay, but different time stone comes from a different multiverse, different effects. Like I don't think they have to play by that same rule. I think they can write it in saying, hey, this doesn't have to have the visual effect, or he could have because he he was the god of mischief and he could hide kind of how things look and he can make it look a certain way. He didn't have to have that portion. He just threw it back up. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. Use it's... the stones to destroy the stones. Mm. It would be interesting because also with Spider-Man No Way Um coming up, like Doctor Strange still has the Eye of Agmato. Ag- like, I mean, granted, it's a thing that the Sorcerer Supreme wears, but like that thing's about useless without the Time Stone, right? Maybe we're going to get some reveal that it's it came back, uh, or maybe that that's the uh, Strange Supreme, but I feel like he'd be breaking his oath to the Watcher watching uh, the... The power, the the beam struggle between Killmonger and uh, uh, Arnim Zola, and oh, dude, I love that they finally got gave Arnim Zola a robot body in this show. So good. <laughs> yeah, I I approve of that. I loved that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like we could talk about Infinity Stones and hypotheticals all day, but yeah. um, moving we on, could do this all day. Yeah, we could. Um, moving on yeah. to the next question, I thought um about some of the voiceovers that they did. Um, what were your some of the original characters doing voiceovers, specifically an example uh, that I threw out there was Chadwick Bosman. What were your thoughts on the tribute to him? Kind of a two-part, or what were your thoughts on the voiceovers, and what was your thoughts specifically on the tribute to Chadwick Bosman? I... I got kind of teary when I, when I heard his voice. Oh, yeah, and they really played up the emotion in those episodes. Like, there was a lot of like the death is not the end for me. Like I, I swear he says that in almost every episode he's in. Maybe that's wasn't intentional, but like it just hurts a little bit more. It's like oh hey, death is not the end. Like Chadwick Boseman is up there in the in the tree in the ancestral plane, l- looking down on us, and just even amongst the stars, just seeing how much good he did in both space and when he got back reunited with his family. Just seeing that it was almost like Fast Seven. Sorry, I just watched Fast Nine again the the other day because I got the Blu-ray. Um, it was almost kind of like they kind of gave him some pseudo happy ending, saving the multiverse one more time, getting to save the world from Thanos and the Collector. And uh, I'll, I'll say one thing that was a little bit uncomfortable: the zombie episode when he was being slowly fed to Wanda. But again, they can't really control what what happened to Chad Chadwick. It was just kind of what was happening, and he survived in the end. So good episode so i'm glad they at least put the tribute at the end of the star lord one because some of the other ones where he's dying i'm like ooh, i don't want that would they'd be doing him dirty if they put the tribute at the end of that well for for our listeners that may not know like i mean you probably have to know for the for you know our audience but chadwick bosman passed away last year of cancer and uh he never told anybody right i don't think he 
gave any indication that he was dying. He filmed, I think, the last four years of his life, he, he was battling cancer, and he he filmed uh, Civil War, he filmed um, Black Panther, and he filmed Endgame, I think, uh, with cancer. He was, was another one War. I think he did all four of his appearances. His, his oh, line. yeah. Infinity War, Endgame, Black Panther, and uh, Civil War. And he was in all of them, and nobody even knew that he was he was um, suffering from cancer. So um, with the What If series, that was the last thing that he had already had done before he had passed away, obviously. Um, I thought it was an incredible tribute to to him and it just it was a callback and <laughs> will you would bring up the zombies and things and i didn't think about that until <laughs> we yeah. had this conversation but like yeah you're right i mean they can't help the fact that it happened yeah. so jordan what do you think about the voiceovers and then even chadwick boseman's tribute um well i'll go ahead and i'll start with chadwick boseman um i think that it was beautiful i think and and i might be you know I might be shot for this one just by by all the the hate uh, that I'll I'll get for this. I think that we overplay his death. Um, Chadwick was a guy who played an amazing character. He did very very well. Um, and I get that like hey we shouldn't recast for this reason because he he embodies uh, Black Panther and T'Challa. That's an opinion and mine. I sit with you know what multiverse it just say that that chad or that uh black panther died and, and just keep moving forward because where would he he rather be i mean you're, you're gonna recast in the animation i mean people do all that but i think it was a very beautiful way to to handle him um i find it the irony and and kind of like how will said um in almost every episode he says this is not the end for me like every time that he faces death and i'm like do people really like I, there someone had to have known um because he just keeps saying it and and i caught that as well um but i think that they handled it very very well and they they did this very touching tribute um as for some of the voiceovers um i man they had some great people come back for this um so i'm looking at the cast list at the moment uh like the guy who did uh red skull came back and he he's yeah, been Mar- known to, ross mark one yeah he he came back and, and voiced uh the sub Ultron, Ultron, uh Johann Schmidt and Red Skull. Um Tom Hiddleston came back for Loki. Toby Jones, my boy, came back for Arnim Zola. In the house. Like that made me really, really excited. Um you had uh like uh Jeremy Renner came back for Hawkeye. You had um which this one isn't a live action, but I thought this was really cool. Mick Wingert uh, came back to play Iron Man, and he played Iron Man in the uh, Avengers Assemble series. And so it's like they continue to bring back some of their previous voice actors and, and some of their cast members um, from other stuff. So it's not just the MCU, but everybody kind of gets their hands into it. Uh, Nick Fury coming back, played by Samuel L. Jackson. You got Chadwick Boseman, we've already talked about. Um, but each one of them, which I thought was really, really cool. Um, so yeah, that's yeah, so if you take it from there, but Josh Keaton as Steve Rogers in any of the universe that he shows up in beautiful. Uh, you may know him from the spectacular Spider-Man. Like I'm, I can't think of another voice actor to get, I'm surprised they didn't use him to do Spidey in the, when he was the Spidey zombie hunter. But again, I think maybe everybody kind of associates him with teenage angsty, a spectacular Spider-Man and Lake Bell does a killer black widow impersonation. Like, 
I, I know a lot of people, because I fall in the cosplay community, uh, and just a nerd in general, you either get people who are kind of chill like us, like we have opinion, like I, back to your Chadwick opinion, I, I'm not upset with you at all about it. I understand you're saying, because like Chris Evans, like, I like to joke that he is Cap, or like how Christopher Reeves was Superman, but they were just men. Like, yeah. yes, they probably, they made you believe a man could fly, or... In Chris's case, made me believe like, okay, Captain America is a more complex character than just oh, propaganda and punching Nazis. Like he, anyway. But yes, I agree with your sentiment. But Lake Bell, uh, well, no, 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 no. My point I was getting at was everybody was upset. Robert RDJ, Chris Evans, and all the originals weren't coming back to voice their characters all the time. And I think when they put their the ends their endings in an end game, like that was the finality they needed. Like. Some of them came back that are still ongoing and doing things, and they're still like in their contracts. But I, I think it would have, che- to a degree, cheapened uh, their exits on the other one. Like, oh hey, I'm, I'll be back. Cause, but then it also would have fueled the fire for rumors like, oh, is Tony Stark not coming back as an AI in Ironheart? Or ooh, is is Cap going to show up as Old Man Steve? Or like, ooh, is Black Widow actually really dead? Like everybody would have been like hyping up just seeing her like walk out of walk, see any of them going to the Disney studio. And I don't think we need that. I think we need to focus on the new heroes and give them the spotlight because they had their time. Yeah, and I told um, the guys before we hit you know the record button that. Um, my wife and I caught the end of Avengers Endgame today on TV, and the part where where Tony snaps the gauntlet at the end and says I'm Iron Man, and then he dies, like they could have not made another Marvel movie and been done because they it was just so good in that moment. But like to what Will was saying, you know, it's kind of fin- like a finale for the the original group, and moving forward, I think that we. Um, you know, Marvel does a spectacular job of developing new stars and bringing everybody along and tying the story together. And um, what Will was saying, there'll be more you know, cameos as we go along of some of the original casts, whether it's a post credit scene, whether it's a, you know, a mentor, whether it's a buddy movie, uh, different scenarios like that. So with that being said... Um, Next question is, what is your, or what was your favorite episode and why, Jordan? Favorite episode, you know, I was looking at that. Um, I think don't it's pick gotta, mine. You well, don't I even know what mine is. I think it was <laughs> like I, I was saying earlier. I think my favorite was what if the world lost uh, its mightiest heroes, um, and I think I liked that one so much because it was this murder mystery, and I'm. I'm finding that the older I'm getting, I like murder mysteries. Um, they're a lot of fun. And, uh, like, with Death on the Nile coming up, uh, I think that comes out next year. Um, I was really excited with Murder on Ori- Orient Express and, and getting into some of those murder novels and things like that. Like, those will be fun to, to see. And this whole episode was, like, who's the murderer? And I kept thinking, like, oh, it's going to be this person. Oh, it's gonna- oh, nope, not them. Okay, it might be this person. Oh. Nope, they died too. Okay, it could be this person. And for a while there, they actually had me on Natasha. And then by the time that you, and, and spoiler on this one, like we said at the beginning, when you find out that Hank Pym is going around killing everybody as Yellow Jacket, I was like, whoa. Like, this is this is very unique. This is very fun. And I hope that they continue to do that kind of stuff. I've been saying this for years. I think that Marvel would do really, really well and do a lot better if they start pushing out series where like they choose a character and uh, 
and they like dive in like hey we've got spy thrillers and it's like all of our uh agents of shield who who are now superheroes like mockingbird or hawk and or uh, not hawk and uh, hawk hawkeye black widow uh captain america you put all them you get them more like spy thriller adventure stuff um and then like Spider-Man could be more of a coming-of-age kind of stories, and uh, like you've got a lot of young heroes that you could do that kind of stuff with. Um, but that's I I loved the the what if uh, the world lost its mightiest Avengers. That was probably my favorite. Um, Will, we're talking about favorite episodes. What that's, do you think? Oh goodness! I, all right, What's your favorite I, episode and why? I'm gonna do a top three briefly. Uh, I'll talk about my top favorite. Three. There's nine. I'll, that's a that, third of the series. A third of the series. Okay, so number three. On, time out, time out, time out, time out. I want to give mine, and then I will let you do your three. Deal? Deal? Is that good? Bro, so Sorry, a, a, a visual joke, guys. Uh, if you're familiar with Saved by the Bell, Micah said time out, so I was staying completely still over here. There you so. go. Yeah, they can't see you. This is an audio podcast. I know. I love the visual joke <laughs> references, though. <laughs> it's great. No, I'll, I'll do my episode, and then you can do your three quickly. Okay, yeah, like I'll do them quickly. Okay. My favorite episode was episode seven, and this is What If Thor um, Were an Only Child? And for our <laughs> listeners that have been listening all along, Thor is probably my favorite superhero in the MCU. And the reason I picked this episode wasn't because of like the premise of What If Thor Was an Only Child. It was because they, they you know, called back his mother. And I thought that that was a really cool thing. They brought her back, and like, you know, Captain Marvel threatened to get his mother involved, and he had to like go through this whole feel of like you know cleaning up his mess and then his mother wasn't surprised when she found out that he actually didn't you know oh. his act together um the other piece of that episode i love the chemistry um between captain marvel and thor in this episode and then um i was talking to a buddy of mine rich shout out to rich um the other day about and what if they did a movie you know down the road where it was kind of like a similar scenario of batman versus superman but with captain marvel versus thor I think that that would be an incredible movie. I'm like, it just concept of are both of their mothers named Frigga. Some rabid fanboys uh, would want that because I know some people don't like Brie Larson, but two of the guys I, in the chat aren't the biggest fans of the Captain Marvel. Uh, I, I'm not a fan of the movie, but I like Brie Larson. I just, yeah, I, so, I think, I think they were just trying to rush that out. <laughs> I loved Captain Marvel, and I love the throwback to the '90s because you know I was a '90s kid. But anyway, I. Um, really love the callback to uh, Thor's mom and how they got her involved, and then they, I love the chemistry between Captain America, or not Captain America, Captain Marvel, sorry, and um, Thor throughout this episode. Will, give me your top three. Top three. I'll go brief. Uh, all right. So obviously, I brought up brought it up several times. It's no surprise to anyone because I'm a Captain America fan. But Captain Carter is number three. I, obviously, my bias comes into play there, and I, I think. I do love that it went beat for beat, but I, that was our first episode, almost like a pilot, and we didn't see how far the show could come, so it gets to my, my third slot. Uh, number two is the zombie one, because we've wanted to see Marvel zombies uh, forever in this universe, and it was really fun, and you gotta love that some there was just like some subtle com- uh, cameos and references in there, like... Uh, Okay, okay, Okoye is actually Michonne in Walking Dead, so having her be one of the survivors leading the party, yeah, fun. Yeah, that was, and just, that was it, cool. And just, it, it was a little bit totally confused, but I enjoyed it. And just seeing like how different that universe was compared to the other ones. Anyway, and my top, my third one, it's probably going to be a controversial pick, but I'm grouping eight and nine together. Just seeing how good it's Ultron. Four. Just 
Jordan, we just talked about him taking up a third of the series, and now he's trying to sneak a fourth episode in there. Eight and nine are what together. If? Eight. What if he did that? What if eight and nine were one episode? I, I feel like it's uh, really joint and combined uh, with everything that's happened happens in those. You're like, yeah, it has that little prologue with Nat and Hawkeye, and we gets a little subtle nod to, oh, hey, what if Hawkeye actually sacrificed himself? Uh, instead of Nat, and just how desperate the times were in there, and I just love the multiverse, the multiverse fight with Watcher and Iatu, and they end up on Mostafar briefly, and the world where Steve Rogers becomes president, because it's a classic what if story, and just seeing the Guardians come together. I know I'm wild. I like half the series, but I, if we're being honest, we love the whole series. But Party Thor, though, that's a that's a that's a weird one to pick, though. But you th- Thor's your boy. I get it. I just like I, that's. I, I like. The I, I don't think. Head. Yeah, go ahead. No, I, I, no, I like the call back to his mom, right? Because, yeah. like, she was, you know, this you know, powerful figure on Asgard, and, you know, they hadn't, you know, the only other time they mentioned her, aside from the Thor movies, was in um, Endgame when he has to go back and get the ether, And he gives, or she gives Thor that little pep talk, and I really enjoyed that. Um, the other was this the chemistry between, you know, him and Captain Marvel. If I were I, to pick another episode... I would have picked episode eight. And the reason being, as we're talking about it, and I'm kind of looking at the list of the episodes and the names of the episodes, what if Ultron would have won? You know, we talk a lot about Age of Ultron and how the movie ages well, and and Jordan um, talks about this a lot as far as the movie gets better with time and the throwbacks and how it grows on people. And it wasn't the best of the four Avengers films. But what I enjoyed about that was the fact that um, in Age of Ultron, they split Vision and Ultron up. Ultron's, you know, ultimately like the bad guy, right? And then you have Vision, you know, coming who Vision is, you know, moving forward. And then in this one, it's kind of like the the opposite where they put them together. And it's like, okay, Vision and Ultron, they come together, they're evil, and they have all the Infinity Stones. Now what? I'm going to play off of that real quick. I think that that was one of the most menacing villains I've ever seen in the MCU. Like, yeah. Thanos absolutely can be menacing at, at certain points, but you they made him relatable to an extent that I think that... Because what he, if <laughs> Thanos was right? Yeah. Right? Because of the whole genocide thing, and not saying that that's right. I'm just saying, like, in his movie... Like, we talk about Anakin in Star Wars. Like, so that you would know, be was he episode. really wrong? What was that, Will? I said that would be a good episode next season. I think that's one of our questions, so <laughs> I don't want to get too well, far. Into that. Go ahead, Gordon. I feel like with... Uh, with that episode, it kind of went, I mean, it was extreme Thanos, um, but I feel like it played very much into the whole, well, what if, I will say, though, it was probably my favorite thing when when he just, like, uses his, his Mind Stone and, like, cuts him in half. Um, yeah. The one thing. Yeah, just, the thank one, you, Okoye. He could have done this this whole time. <laughs> yeah. Um, the one thing that I, I think. If I were to play any other what ifs, um, and I'm going to actually ask this question real quick. I'm going to steal the spotlight real quick. If you could add like a what if, maybe it was like a, from a fan theory you'd heard or from a comic book. What what if would you guys want to see? Because I feel like with the like when I think about this question uh, with with cutting Thanos in half, I think about and this might be a little little too much for for some of our younger listeners. Um, there was this this old joke that uh, it it's a picture of uh, uh, Iron Man. Uh, tapping on ant-man and he says you're gonna have to do this and we're gonna we're gonna beat thanos and it was the whole the whole butthole joke where he would have to climb upside uh thanos's butt and then grow and he would explode um 
which I thought that was hysterical. And I'm surprised they didn't like attempt that kind of joke. Like where like, Hey, here's a thought. Maybe we do this. Like just as like, even if they were just to throw the bone to the, uh, to all of the, the fan theorists out there. Cause that was a pretty popular fan theory for a while. Sort of did that with the Hulk in the, what if the mightiest heroes died, but not, not up the butt of course, but uh, through the bloodstream. I, I think that was a subtle, a subtle nod. <sighs> um, but were we pitching our what ifs uh, based on that question, George? Yeah. Am I understanding yeah. you correctly? Okay. All right. I got to do three. I'll be really quick. All right. I guess my first one would be what if. Uh, okay. I'll do four. I'm, okay. I'm kidding. No, I was. I was... <laughs> no, please. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. An honorable mention now. Uh, what if Howard D- the Duck was part of the Guardians of the Galaxy so we could have more of him? Uh, n- number three, what if Bucky got Cap Shield at the end of Endgame instead? Just because I know a lot of people want to see that, so that would give people, the cosplay community, like ideas of what the Cap suit would look like. And it would give the creators a chance to do something different rather than the black and red, white, and blue in the middle. Um, number two, uh, what if Justin Hammer was it, uh, attacked in the Jericho missile thing instead of Tony Did Stark? You just and say, became... Wait, time out. Did you just say number two and then give your third one? Because you said, I said what? Honorable, if... I said honorable mention. You gave me four. You challenged me. I just made that. I made that Guardians one up. Okay. Oh my gosh. But number two, number two. What if Justin Hammer was in Tony Stark's place and actually had successful tech? What? What if just? What if, what if Justin Hammer was competent? That that's what that one would be. And then number one, I think I forgot it. <laughs> I gave you three. I gave you three good ones. Uh, I'll leave it. I'll leave Jordan, it at that. I don't know if I can be the host of this anymore because. <laughs> The anxiety. We'll take, advan- we'll take See? advantage of me being the host. <laughs> yes. I you gotta have, put your you have, down. I have the podcast, Scotland. I can hey, take control of the podcast with a single. Listen, next time, app. just tell him you're going to take away his pizza rights. That'll shut him up real quick. <laughs> um, what was the question? Like, what so what, what if our, would you what add? If like, if you could create whatever what if, what would you like to see in the MCU? If Steve Rogers didn't get his way. Oh, I'm I'm a hater on that. I like if I had a complaint about Endgame, like not that I don't. You, you helped know. me remember my fourth. Finish your thought, Micah. But you helped me finish remember my fourth. Go ahead, Can finish you your thought. Off. No more pizza. Um, no. Good. I'll get abs. I don't care. No, no. Um, <laughs> sorry, I threw you off. But my my fourth one was being. No, 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 what I was if... gonna say. Go, Go ahead. ahead. You're good. All right, I'll it. get it out because I'm I'm being it. Sorry, uh, but uh, but. Uh, but anyway, um, my fourth one would be: What if Peter Parker idolized and teamed up with Cap over Iron Man? That that would have been my fourth one. That could be in- an interesting one. Ooh, yeah. What would that have looked like if he would have been with Cap instead of Iron? I I like that one. I'll, I'm going to give you the the brownie points on that one. That that worked in your favor for that. I was going to, you know, mine was: What if Cap didn't get his way? Meaning, you know, at the end of Endgame, you know, what if he would have went back and did the whole. And puts the stones back and it didn't turn out the way he wanted it to. And before we started recording, Jordan and I actually had this conversation about Disney did a mini series on how Cap went back and put the stones in different places and how that could have went wrong or yeah. how it actually went either way. Um, so we're winding down here. Um, I'm going to skip over one of the questions. Let's, let's go to the last question. And um, again, spoiler alert. Uh, since the show's over now, what happens to the multiverse with the conclusion of season one? What are your thoughts on Black Widow um, being put into a different timeline and Steve Rogers, Steve Rogers coming back to his original timeline? 
I'm gonna start. There's a couple questions in that. Yeah. Go for I, it. Take it away, I, or I'll take advantage. <laughs> I don't think that. Was really... not allowed to answer. Was not allowed to answer this question. About <laughs> Um, I honestly think that really nothing is added to the multiverse except for different, like, what-if scenarios. I, I don't really think that it's going to add too, too much. Um, I think we, I don't think we're going to see Killmonger show up, uh, because he's stuck in that. Like, we might, I think we might see kind of like from Thor 1 and Thor, uh, Ragnarok when they walk through, tre uh, the Odin's treasure room. Like, we might see the globe, um, at some point, like, just kind of like, oh, hey, yeah, don't touch that. Um, or, or something of that nature, but I really don't think that it's going to do too much uh, moving forward, because I think that, like, in the grand scheme of things, it'll only play out in the cartoon, not as much in the, the mainstream universe, solely because there's just so much on their plates. Because um, you've just, you've cracked open the multiverse, you have to be very specific on who you're bringing in, what storylines you're going with, because you're going to push out, okay, they're pushing out four movies a year, and in the grand scheme of things, Let's look at, and, and we'll, we'll be talking about this uh, in the next podcast with some of the, the pushed back dates and whatnot, but when you look at, like, what's going to happen next year, we've already got Doctor Strange, Thor, uh, Black Panther 2, and then uh, the Marvels. Okay, out of those four, which ones are going to touch on the multiverse? Probably just the multiverse. Um, Doctor Strange, Multiverse, Madness. I don't think that we're going to see... Uh, like a multiversal change with the other three. I, I just don't see. I think you've got the Marvels, which is going to hit on a lot of space aspect. Uh, Thor, which will hit on some space aspect. And then uh, Black Panther will be more of a uh, an international uh, chase kind of movie. Again, kind of like the first one where you're just going to be running around on, on just planet Earth. I think it'll be more Earthbound. Um, and I don't think that you're going to see multiverse where you're not going to see time heists. You're not going to see the craziness. I think that kind of like as, as we were talking Shang-Chi, like you, you felt like part of your expectations were dropped, but I think it comes back to what Jeremiah said a few months back ago. Um, he's excited to see how like the movies will kind of self-contain again. Um, and I think you were a part of that and you, you agreed, like you hope that they do self-contain. And I think that we're just so used to everything being so interconnected that um, I think, I think the movies will self-contain for a little bit um, moving forward. I don't think we'll see too much, too much nonsense i think we'll see some of it more post credit scenes or or be or like playing around in the background like maybe you see like three doctor strange is all like throwing magic spears while like they're on a on a bus and you just see it just for a quick glimpse um just kind of as a cameo in the background um, but i don't think it'll play into much so i mean well, on the one, you get one answer not three one all right wait a second no one else is going to deal with the fact that cap just said language <sighs> sorry Anyway, I, I should be ashamed of myself. That would that, be my fifth pitch. What if Captain America swore? Anyway, um, real talk, real talk, real talk, though. Uh, the multiverse stuff, I mean, we this is our second show leading into the multiverse, and we're dealing with Kang the Conqueror uh, and he who shall remain and all that. I, I mean, with some of the rumors we're hearing about Multiverse of Venus, Carter and maybe an evil cap or like... I think the theor fan theory of alternate castings of the the heroes. I, I it's it's hard to say at this point. And I mean, we got Spider Man and Doctor Strange together that might prove us wrong of how the multiverse is going to factor into stuff. 
but I mean, I'm all for the multiverse. I mean, they just had DC fandom. I'm down for all those pro- properties coming into play, and even Marvel. Like, yes, give us some crazy stuff. Give us like Evil Hydra Cap. Give us Scroll Cap. Give us like I know I just use Cap twice, but like give us like the infamous Iron Man, the Victor Von Doom. What if uh, Otto Octavius took over Peter's body? Weird stuff like that. Yes, please give us some fun, interesting takes uh, in the multiverse uh, going forward. I think. Um... Simply put, that I think that it just proves anything can happen in the MCU, and we've been talking about that in pretty much like, every episode. Like anything can happen in Marvel, anything can happen in the multiverse, anything can happen with the Infinity Stones, um, anything like that. So, um, with that, I think we're out of time, and uh, I don't really have Jordan's outro, but I just want to encourage you guys to like us, uh, follow us on Facebook and Instagram, and subscribe to our podcast, which I believe is available on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Google Play. And it's also on our Facebook page, too. It's also on our Facebook page, and um, we're going to be posting here more in the near future, and if you want uh, certain episodes to be recorded, we would love for you to reach out, um, our page, give us some tips, give us some uh, questions you want answered, give us uh, episodes, ideas for episodes. So, with all that said, um, we're signing off. Uh, See you next time on Nerd Talk.